welcome to NSTA, the bus stop. This is the official podcast of National School Transportation Association. I'm Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and pleased today to be joined by Tim Haywood. He's Sales Director for Greentech, and they're an air purification company. So, Tim, welcome to NSTA, the bus stop. We're interested in finding out more about Greentech. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. That's great. So perhaps a lot of our listeners aren't familiar with Green Tech. So why don't we start off with you being able to tell listeners a little bit about the company? Yeah, absolutely. So we've been in business for about 14 years, and we were actually, believe it or not, born out of uh, education, born out of uh, uh, our, our founder, Alan Johnson. His mother was a school teacher, and Alan himself is a literal rocket scientist. He, he worked on the missile defense systems that our country still uses today. But his mother uh, was an educator, and uh, she had uh, worked most of her career in a school building that was that was built in turn, near turn of the century. And later in her career, when she moved into a new building, she started having respiratory issues and was diagnosed with uh, sick building syndrome. And so Alan, being the uh, problem solver that he is, started working on a solution, looking at how he could make the air in his mother's school building cleaner. And out of that, Green Tech was born. Alan has been now in air purification for well over 20 years, uh, building things that, that make the indoor air quality better. That's incredibly interesting because we like to pride ourselves at the bus stop on just trying to find out all the different entry points you know, for folks into this dynamic world of student transportation. And so that's a, that's a great, great story, Tim. And I'm going to follow it up with asking you about your personal role with the company. What, do, what are you up to these days? So, so I work with, as, as a director for sales, and that covers really three of our channels. I work with our brand ambassadors. I direct that program. I direct our, our Jansan, which a lot of people who are in education are familiar with the, the Jansan dealers who come and sell the, the paper towels and the toilet paper in their school. But then also uh, one of my, my new roles is working with transportation. And that is not a role that's unfamiliar to me. My background before coming to Green Tech has been in commercial transportation for, for many, many years. Uh, and so I, I do understand that. Uh, a lot, a, a lot more maybe than some of the other folks in our building. Um, and uh, school buses has been something that that was really brought to us from working with our our Jansan distributors. They have great relationships with a lot of uh, a lot of the school bus uh, barns in in their areas, and they had already been selling sprays and different things for the buses. But there was a a need for cleaner air in the buses, cleaner air for the drivers. What can we do to make the buses smell better? And so. And so it was kind of born. That's how we kind of came into transportation. I mean, so uh, and so I'm I'm doing the transportation along with working with our chance and distributors, and as well as our brand ambassadors. Well, that's great. I'm sure it keeps you very busy. Let's get to some of the details and talk about Green Tech's active air pur- air purification. So if you take a minute and kind of explain it for the listeners. Yeah, definitely. So. So first of all, let's let's talk about the the name Green Tech, okay? Why are we called Green Tech? And the reason we're called Green Tech is we're trying to mimic what's going on outside. Everything we do is very natural. So the Earth does an excellent job of cleaning its air, so much so that 
if uh, you're ever outside, the air quality outside is at least seven times better than air quality inside. And that's and that would be in a situation like in a, a Los Angeles or a New York, someplace where the air quality is really bad. It's still better outside than it is inside. Now, I live in Johnson City, Tennessee. We have some of the cleanest air in the world. And, and so we would expect the air, air quality outside to be better inside. But the reason the air quality is better outside is because of how Mother Nature cleans the air. There's processes in place that clean that air. Well, active air purification, green tech, what, we're, what we are attempting to do and what we've done is mimic some of those processes that are happening outside and bringing those processes inside. For example, one of those processes is called photocatalytic oxidation. And that's when UV rays from the sun are, are interacting with naturally occurring uh, metals in our atmosphere, titanium dioxide, among, among others, and creating a, for lack of a better term, an aerosolized form of hydrogen peroxide that's literally scrubbing the air and cleaning it and keeping us safe and healthy when we're outside. Now, years ago, when we built buildings to create cross breezes and bring that healthy air inside, it, it was really good for us. But now we have, uh, we're, we're making our homes and our buildings more efficient. So we seal everything up because we don't want that outdoor air in. And now we've created this problem where we are recirculating air and not getting that outside air inside. So what we've done is created active air purification where we can take UV, just like it's happening outside, and we can shine it against a catalyst and as air and moisture passes through that cell, now we are creating that same hydrogen peroxide that's, that's happening outside. There's no chemicals that's involved in this process. It's simply a UV bulb and a, uh, and a catalyst that shines against a catalyst. That's incredibly interesting. And Tim, you're bringing me back to my days in biology class, which were a long, long time <laughs> ago. Uh, I won't admit, but that's, that's fascinating. So how does active air purification Odegaard technology work? So we, we know that it works. In fact, as, as much of a problem solver and a inventor that Alan is, uh, Alan Johnston is, he actually did not come up with this process. This is a process that he first found uh, working with the Department of Defense that NASA was using in the space station uh, so that the uh, astronauts in the space station could could breathe healthier air so that they were going to also able to grow plants in outer space. And so what this does, what when we talk about active air purification and how it works, most of the time when we think about air purification, we initially think of what we would call passive air purification, which is a filter. And by the way, we, we think passive air purification is very important. In fact, I'm sure we're going to talk more about that in just a moment. But passive air purification is just half the battle. When, when you have to bring air to a filter to clean it, um, unfortunately, that, that is causing, that is allowing those pathogens to occupy that space until they can find the filter. When you're doing active plus passive, now you're taking two different technologies and you're giving a one-two punch to those pathogens that are in the airspace. Now, we know that this works because we've done lab testing. In, in a controlled environment where we can test against things like staph and MRSA and SARS-CoV-2, and, and we're able to reduce those in lab tests by 99.98%. Um, and we've done real-life testing that shows that, that we can also uh, take care of a lot of other pathogens 
in a real world study. Um, so the way it's working is it's actually, uh, and, and to take you back to chemistry class again, what we're doing is it's a process called molecular disassociation. So as that hydrogen peroxide is acting on any pathogen that it finds in the airspace, it's actually uh, forcing an extra hydrogen or an extra oxygen atom onto that, and it's changing the makeup of what that pathogen is until eventually it becomes water vapor or more likely hydrogen peroxide, H2O2. So like you said, you had his, it's taken us back to chemistry class a bit, but, but it, is a, it is something that absolutely works because it works outside. Yeah, this is an incredibly fascinating topic because it's something as a, you know, a layperson we don't normally think about, but the way you're explaining it makes complete and total sense. Let me ask you this, uh, Tim, in terms of the you know, COVID-19 pandemic, have you seen an uptick in the number of people you know, wanting to find out more about air purification um, because of the pandemic? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, like I said, we've been in business for about 14 years and in uh, 2019, we, you know, we were a a solid, strong company uh, in this space. There wasn't a lot of competitors in this space and we were really starting to emerge as a, a thought leader in this space. And then 2020 happened. And while a lot of companies um, really saw some hard times in 2020, that was not so uh, for us, and we just exploded because um, we were a company that you know there was a lot of we had a lot of companies that, uh, competitors that entered to market in 2020. But what set us apart is we were prepared. We already had the science, we already had the testing, we already had the inventory, which was a big deal in 2020 because it was hard for us to it was hard for people to get uh, things in. Um, we built our uh, we built our units for school buses right here in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, our supply chain is is very. Uh, we we don't have to worry about a lot of kinks in our supply chain because we're making it on site, uh, made in the USA, and and so because we had that inventory, because we had that know-how, because we had that testing, we were in prime position to really capitalize on an event that that hurt a lot of people, but we were able to capitalize in a way that we could help a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You were um, well positioned and already had the reputation in this space. So I understand that Green Tech conducted a study on the impact of active air purification on school buses. Can you talk to the listeners a little bit about what you found? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, have been putting these on a lot of school buses in uh, Georgia and in Texas. In fact, we've also done a demo in a classroom with the same unit in Miami-Dade School District. But in Georgia specifically, in in Jones County schools, we uh, did a test in some of their school buses. And I can first I'll tell you that that they had a they had a really big problem with driver shortages. So we put these in and they had an issue with with kids getting sick, too. So we ran air quality samples. I say I say we. It was actually a third-party testing company that came in and did it after these units were installed. So the first day, they ran a test with the bus with the units turned off to, to get a baseline. They also took measurements from outside. What we found is that you know in a school bus, obviously you can't test against something like SARS-CoV-2. No. 
no school system in their right mind will let you release uh, something as dangerous as that into a school bus just so you could test against it. But what we did test against was the things that we already knew were there. For instance, mold is, is usually present in pretty much any environment, even if it's just a small amount of mold. Well, in Georgia, in a you know, very humid environment like Georgia, uh, we found uh, quite a bit of mold. And after running that test for five days, we were able to reduce the mold in the school bus by 81%. The total VOC, so that's the total uh, volatile organic compound level, we were able to re reduce that by 89%. Uh, odor rating, uh, we were able to reduce that significantly. What we were able to find is when no, when no students were on the bus, the, the odor was at a level four. And then as students uh, entered the bus, it raised to a level of 44, and that was over a 10, 10 times increase. But by day five, with the bus at full capacity, the odor ranking uh, had decreased all the way to one. So it was less than what the odor was in a vacant bus on day one. Respirable particle counts uh, were reduced by 50%. And, and all this with the bus being occupied. So there's a lot of things that people can do to try to clean and make their buses safer. But most of those things aren't appropriate to do with students present without, with the bus being occupied. So a lot of people have done electrostatic spraying or wiping down, and, and all those are good things. But the problem is, as soon as that first child enters the bus or first person enters the bus, now there's an introduction of pathogen. And so what our technology is, is great about is that we're able to continually fight those pathogens with safely with people occupying the bus. And so to reduce mold by 89%, we're doing that with people on the bus. Um, so that's, that is a very uh, powerful, important uh, test that we were able to find there from Jones County in Georgia. Yeah, that's incredible. And one thing I think of is, is, is actually, is actually a, two areas of focus. One is that we're transporting, you know, children who are, have developing, you know, respiratory systems. But then also mm -hmm. the bus driver who has to be on that bus, he or she has to be on that bus continually. So let's let's talk about the, the second part of that. It, you, you know, the industry is going through this severe bus driver shortage. In your opinion, could air purification help us combat the driver shortage? Yeah, I think so. And, and like I said, I've, I've been in commercial transportation for long enough to, to We've seen this driver shortage. This is nothing new, um, and it's affecting any anyone, any company, any entity that requires someone with a CDL. What we were able to also find with Jones County, and this was their this was their own testimonial that they sent to us, was that prior to the installation of these units, they had 68 buses. Of those 68 buses, 18 drivers had called out sick. And that was the week before Thanksgiving break. They had 18 drivers out sick with, with COVID and various other illnesses. We installed, we did the installation, all 68 buses uh, over Thanksgiving break. And from the end of, from when they came back from Thanksgiving break until when school let out last year in May, they had three drivers call out sick. Now, uh, I don't, you know, we're, we're not going to claim 
100% of that success as green tech, but we do think that it's that it made a significant difference. Uh, we all know I've got three kids. Kids are about the grossest thing on the planet when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to illness, right? Uh, I've got three kids in school, and every August when they go back to school, they come home, and we get to uh, we get to enjoy whatever uh, illness has been going around the, the school. And, uh, and, and just think what, what those school buses become. It, it's just a, right. uh, a Petri dish of all kinds of, of illness. And those poor school bus drivers are having to, uh, and their immune systems are having to deal with that. And we're giving them a little bit of a boost to, to help to take away some of that. Um, and and um, so they don't have to deal with that and they can stay behind the, the wheel. Uh, all very fascinating, Tim. Uh, once again, our guest at NSDA, the bus stop, Tim Haywood. He's sales director over at Green Tech. Hey, Tim, if our listeners want to find out more about you and the company, where can they get that information? So, yeah, there's there's a lot of great resources out there for us. We have some videos on YouTube. If you search Green Tech uh, to find out more about our information, to watch uh, videos about what goes on. Of course, our website, which is Green Tech. E-N-V, so think Green Tech Environmental, but just the first three letters of environment, greentechenv.com. Check us out there. And, you know, uh, they can reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you more about some of the things that, that we're doing here at Green Tech, including, uh, I don't think we got to talk about it, Odegaard. Odegaard is, a, is what we've been coating our filters with. Odegaard is a, is a technology that's used in the pens adult diapers to, to stop odor. And uh, we've been able to, to have a lot of success uh, adding that to the filters of our purifiers on school buses. So uh, if you'd like to talk about Odegaard, if you'd like to talk about filters, if you'd like to talk about PCO, we'd love to, we'd love to have those conversations with you. Visit our website, check us out on YouTube, or, or reach out to me. We'd, I'd love to talk. Great. Once again, Tim Haywood, Sales Director at GreenTech. Tim, a great conversation. Looking forward to learning much more about uh, your products. And thank you for taking a few minutes out of your schedule. Join us at NSTA at a bus stop. Hey, thanks. It's been such a great time.